Welcome to Life in Purple, providing you with the latest from women entrepreneurs, amazing mums, human interest stories and celebrity guests. Your host, Laura Sprague, discusses women's topics such as success, empowerment, perseverance, lifestyle and much more. Laura also offers a fun and unique perspective while providing listeners with valuable tips on how to successfully conquer the many issues women may face. Come experience your life in purple. And now, here's your host, the life coach with the most, Laura Sprague. Hello, Lip Talk Nation. Welcome to Life in Purple. I'm your host, Laura Sprague, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. We have a very inspiring guest on our show today, but before I introduce her, I want to remind you all of our most recent episode with Jamie Thurman, who shares her story and experience with losing a loved one to suicide and how she is raising awareness for suicide prevention. Her story truly is inspiring. If you haven't had a chance to catch our previous episodes, visit liptalknation.com and there you'll find more resources for you to live a life in purple. On our show today, we have author, blogger, and angel intuitive and Reiki master teacher, Gina Sendev. Gina has been helping people worldwide to find inner peace, live their purpose, improve their health, enhance relationships, and much, much more. She has a deep interest in energy healing and uses her unique gifts, passion, and experience to help others live in freedom. Gina has a lifelong passion to spread and teach positivity wherever she goes. I cannot wait to share her story with you, Lip Talk Nation. It is such a huge honor to have you on the show, Gina. Welcome, and how are you today? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. I am very excited to be here. I am glad you're excited. I am also excited and I can't wait for our own energy to feed off of each other because I know that what you have to offer is exactly what Lip Talk Nation needs to hear today. So thank you so much for being on Life in Purple. So I know your time is very valuable, Gina, and I really appreciate your passion and heart for helping others. Before we get into your story, will you tell us where you're from and how you got your start? So I am from Illinois, a suburb of Chicago called Oswego, to the Midwest, Midwestern girl. And how I got my start, um, a lot of it really was, it's kind of twofold. Parts of me always knew somehow I would end up here. Um, even from a very young age, I was really into intuitive things. I would always like dress up like a fortune teller at Halloween, and I was interested in really unusual things as a child. So I would, you know, be communicating with spirit, not even knowing it. And, and I was different. But then in part, as my life progressed, and I was on my own healing journey, that's really what led me to this work. And specifically, it was a book that a friend gave me, you know, things always get divinely orchestrated, I say. Um, it was a book by Doreen Virtue called The Lightworker's Way. And throughout that book, I saw a lot of my own story. And it's like, I can remember reading it so vividly, sitting at the pool. My kids were younger, so it was summertime and we were at the pool and they're off playing. And I'm reading this book called The Lightworker's Way, wondering if other moms are looking at me, wondering what the heck it was. Um, And I can literally remember sitting there thinking, 
the universe and God was reaching out to me saying the things you feel and know are real. This is real. You are intuitive and it's time to do something about it. So that is really what pushed me into stepping up finally and saying, yes, okay, so what's next? Oh my goodness. Okay, so what I'm hearing you say is that you were already called to something great. You knew that something inside of you, especially younger, was inside of you and your intuition. And you didn't know it, but you kind of did at the same time. Lip Talk Nation, what Gina is about to tell us and offer to us is very tangible and simple for us to do, although it may not be easy, but simple. And I love that you um, had the right people at the right time influence you to become who you are today, Gina. Oh my goodness. So you mentioned in your story via your website, that your childhood was filled with abuse and chaos. So I want to go back a little bit and and lay the groundwork to understand how you have developed your calling and your skills and your all the experience that you had. So you came from this abusive family filled with alcoholism and dysfunctional stuff going on. How did this affect you as a teen and your early adulthood? In some ways, when I think back to those times and who I was, I had no idea. Like, we didn't talk about this. It wasn't like we pointed those things out. It was the elephant in the room. I always would recognize that things were wrong, and I would bring it up from time to time within my family dynamic. You know, why are these things happening? Why do you have to um, spank and hit and use that form of discipline? Even I can even remember once being really small, like maybe eight or nine years old, and being tired of it and sort of telling people, I'm calling the police. This is child abuse. But I would always get shut down by examples of stories worse than mine. Oh, well, this is worse than what you're going through. You're lucky kind of things. And so in some ways, I just learn to sweep it under the rug. And I think in my teen years, I completely stepped away from my spirituality and my intuitiveness and my calling and all those interests I had as a younger child to fit in. You know, I just craved fitting in and finding some way to get attention and have some sort of acceptance around me. And and that went on through my 20s. And I really went toward the overachieving side of myself and very successful sales and recruiting career. And, but I was not happy. I was dressed out, angry and irritable. A lot of the time was not taking good care of myself. So health issues started popping up, uh, migraines and fibroid cysts and all of these things. And I think once I had children and started creating a family of my own, and I knew I wanted to do things differently, my path for spirituality opened. And it really was at the hands of my own self-care. I started seeking alternative healing and holistic healing as a way to make some improvements with my health. And it just sort of was like a door that opened that helped me step back into, hey, this is who you really are. And working with various kinds of healers, and there was one energy healer in particular who would do counseling. She happened to be um, a social worker. So she would do counseling and forms of energy healing with me. And I went to her for a long time. And I can remember often sitting in those sessions thinking to myself, I want to do this. I can do this. I think I'm going to do this. And I would look at her and I would be able to see myself doing it. And it was really getting those intuitive flashes. And sometimes I felt crazy thinking it because I would ponder on my own situation and how far I had to go with my own healing. But just deep down that knowing started to be born through my own 
path, if that makes sense. A lot of my own behaviors and my own dysfunctional behaviors through my teens and my 20s brought me to my healing, which eventually brought me into my purpose and doing what I do now. Okay, I have a lot of goosebumps. I want to stop you right there before we continue on because you said something so important. Lip Talk Nation, how many of you have swept something under the rug? You brought that up, Gina. I even did this too in my own personal story because you don't talk about you know, from my experience, you don't talk about being molested. You don't talk about the secrets, especially when you're told that somebody else has it worse off than you do. And, and as a kid that touches your soul and you just want to do right. Lip Talk Nation, how many of you, I'm going to ask the question again, have swept something under the rug? And so what happened, what I hear you say, Gina, when you did this, you started having some physical ailments, manifestations of, of headaches and, and tumors and all kinds of really devastating things happening to your body. And I have goosebumps, like I said, when you just started discovering your own self-healing. It was right after you had kids. That was for me too. If something happens to you when you have your own kids and you wanted to start taking care of yourself for them. And deep down, your path was born when you started seeing um, energy healers and social workers specifically that you mentioned that you saw yourself, I can do this. The power of positive thinking. I can do this. And then you said you could see yourself doing this. Gina, I want Lip Talk Nation to hear your positivity from where you came from because you were such a crushed person. Your soul was so devastated. And then you gave yourself permission to start healing. That's what I I hear you say, Gina, and I love that. So as you began your journey of healing, what were some of the obstacles or old mindsets that you had to overcome so you could start helping others? And And the journey is still ongoing today, too. That's so important to know. It's not like it's a destination. It's it's lifelong. I always tell my clients, if you're living, you're healing and you're, you know, it's a journey. So you have to expect that there isn't going to be some necessarily, there will be moments of light, but there isn't one moment of life, light that strikes you. It's an ongoing process. So I'm still dealing with it a lot today too. But in the beginning, the mindsets, definitely the two big ones, that I was very happy to overcome and that made all the difference for me were worrying, fear, a lot of fear. I, uh, I come from an Italian family and I like to say it's filled with professional warriors and they have all the health issues to go along with that. His worrying is fear. It's a lack of faith. And I grew up with this sort of concept that worrying was love. I worry because I love you, but it really has nothing to do with that. And, and that enlightenment that I experienced in learning that um, through my own healing was very powerful for me because especially as being a mom, sitting around and worrying about your children all day long, is like literally handing them toxic energy because that's what it is. It's low vibrating fear-based energy. So that was a big one. And, and I still love teaching clients about that. And then my anger, you know, I just, I was an angry kid. I was an angry teen. I was an angry young adult. And it is still something sort of that feistier side of myself. I've learned to embrace, but I've also learned to redirect in positive ways. It's my own inner little child. And I, I know the anger definitely comes from sort of that being shut down and your feelings not being not only not acknowledged, but completely dismissed. And that that's hurtful. That's part of the abuse. And I've forgiven everybody and everything because 
I see where their pain came from, which made them, you know, going unrecognized kind of set the tone for their life. And they just really repeated what they experienced. But I knew for me, it had to be different. And I did not want to do that with my own children. But the anger was a big one. And I I used a lot of different techniques for that. Um, And I still do. I still do because it's an emotion and it's not, you can't avoid any of your emotions. You have to embrace them as they come, but realize they're just feelings and learn to let them pass, learn to face what you need to face, learn what you need to learn, take responsibility for what you need to take responsibility for and move forward. Always, always moving forward. Gina, you just pointed out two very important things that you had to overcome, which I think is so true for many of us, if not all of us, worrying or fear, which causes us to have anxiety and leads to depression. But I love how you were vulnerable and said that your family is full of professional worriers. I can relate to that. I have many people who've written in who listen to the show who can relate to that. And they said, oh my goodness, my family just worries, worries, worries. And I want to be positive. And I love how you also said worrying about your children. Oh my goodness. This is what I want Lip Talk Nation to take away right now in this very moment. Worrying about your children, even though you think it's out of love, because you pointed that out to Gina, worrying about your children is filled with toxic, there's that word, toxic energy. And then you conquered it by releasing it, letting yourself feel, and then conquering it with forgiveness, which led into your second one that you had to conquer was angriness, where your feelings were dismissed. Wow. Yes. How many of you Lip Talk Nation can even relate to that, where your feelings were dismissed? And that can create anger. But you also said you can't avoid your emotions. And this is what I'm hearing you say is is don't suppress them. Don't suppress. Let them all come. Okay, Gina, I tell my kids, I have to tell you this. I tell my kids whenever they feel angry because they watch the movie Inside Out. So they're very good at telling me when they're feeling angry, right? (laughs) I love that movie. (laughs) I know. It's so great and a powerful message even for adults. So my kids will come and tell me when they're joyful, when they're disgusted. They use these specific words and angry. So I let them feel. I say, you are allowed to feel that way. And that's what you're saying right now. But let's 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 see how we should respond to these feelings and I let them talk it through however it's it was very difficult for me initially to see that in my kids because I would get upset with them because they were crying and so upset you know just as a domino effect you're upset I'm upset we're all upset let's be upset so I hear you say you can't avoid them lip talk nation let yourself feel even if it's the worrying or anger and then let us Go and console the inner self, your inner child. Console them. Okay, so we're just now getting into the juicy part of the interview, Gina. Okay, so you certainly have this gift of positivity. I hear it in your voice. I couldn't wait to have you on the show. So with that being said, you have written an article specifically that will ring true to so many on Lip Talk Nation. So it includes five positive practices for your mind, body, and spirit. Lip Talk Nation is very familiar with a lot of them, but I would love to pick your brain on on number three, which was forgiveness. So how does forgiveness help us be more positive with our mind, body, and spirit? I consider forgiveness a little bit different. Okay, so this isn't the traditional view where maybe you had an argument with somebody, they hurt your feelings, and you forgive them, and maybe an apology is exchanged. It isn't that type of viewpoint. This is more about a spiritual practice of forgiveness. That's what I call positive practices. They're things that you do, simple things that you do to 
help keep your energy in a higher vibrating state. And so every day we might experience things that, you know, sometimes you can think of forgiveness in terms of like the deeper hurts and wounds and those obviously align with that practice. But then there are the day-to-day irritations and frustrations and, you know, things that just go awry that, that sink in. Everything that happens to us makes an energy imprint in some way. And so forgiveness, the practice of forgiveness is very important because it helps to release that negative energy. And it's so important. I actually have a healing ritual for it. For people that sign up on my blog, on my website, they receive that healing ritual. And it is a ritual that's really like a guided meditation. And it helps us call in spirit to assist us in bringing up what we need to release at that moment. You're for giving that negative energy away. That's the forgiveness in forgiveness, the way that I use it as a spiritual practice. And it's an ongoing thing all the time. I use it often with the full moon cycle um, because the lunar cycles have energy and there's a purpose behind certain phases of the lunar cycle. And with the full moon, it's all about releasing what doesn't serve your highest good and certainly holding on to irritation, frustration, deep hurts and wounds. Definitely. They don't, they hurt you. They don't hurt the other people that maybe, you know, made you angry or did something harmful to you. It hurts you. And so that's why forgiveness is so very important on the path to healing. And you do it for yourself. Absolutely. What a powerful perspective. It's very powerful that forgiveness isn't for the other person, but for you. And it's to release, like what you said, release what doesn't serve your highest good, your highest purpose. I love this. Lip Talk Nation. Oh my goodness. So it's not necessarily the forgiveness of traditional thinking, but the forgiveness for your deeper hurts and your wounds, but it's about releasing so that you can serve your highest good and those energies and vibrations. I am just now understanding, you know, positive energy. Um, I want Lip Talk Nation to grab a hold of this too. So that's why I'm excited to have you on the show. So so I'm in an aha moment right now and kind of speechless too, Gina, at the same time. (laughs) Yes, because one of the most difficult things for me to do was to forgive myself. And I know that's true for many of the listeners. I had a very difficult time to do. I had somebody walk me through a prayer of forgiveness for myself. And I've got to tell you, my mouth did not want to do it. It was out of the side of my mouth. And I was, you know, because I was five, six, seven, eight, nine years old when this specific event happened. And I had to forgive that little girl inside of me for not telling because I was given that rule. So for our listeners who are struggling with forgiveness, what would be the first step that they would need to do to find that emotional healing? You have to find that way to forgive yourself because everything starts within. And if you don't have it for yourself, you cannot give it for others. It's true for love, happiness, joy, peace. It all has to reside within and forgiveness is no different. That's where that ritual I mentioned, my personal healing ritual came out of my own need to find a way to guide myself towards being able to go back and forgive myself for my lack of awareness or or my lack of desire to own that awareness of what really was going on in my life and the level to which it was going on in my life, in my earlier part of my life. 
um, leaving things in the dark out of comfort. You know, comfort's a trap. It is, uh, it will keep you stagnant and unhealed and in a state of lower vibrating energy. Everything we want in our lives, everything positive we want to create lies outside that comfort zone. And forgiving yourself is sometimes outside of your comfort zone. We don't do enough for ourselves, first of all. That is one of the most important steps to self-care and forgiving is to love yourself enough to forgive yourself. So work on the self-love piece first. Maybe get more comfortable with that. You can do that in so many different ways by giving more to yourself, more time to do the things you enjoy. You can use mantras and do mirror work, you know, looking at yourself in the mirror and saying loving things. If anything, just affirm to only speak positively about yourself. And the more comfortable you get with that, the more comfortable you get with the idea of forgiving yourself. And then use what you use, Laura, what I use, something guided to help you get there. A prayer, a meditation, a healing ritual, whatever you need, because that is the first and most important step. I am almost jumping up and down for what you just said, Gina, especially talking about the self-care, loving yourself. We don't do it enough. And oftentimes people think that's pride and they don't understand the true benefits, the health benefits, first of all, the mental health benefits that happens when you take care of yourself. And if it needs to be guided, I love guided meditations. Uh, we had Stephen Aitchison on our show uh, yes, several months I, I'm ago. I'm a contributor for his blog. <laughs> oh, he um, really opened my eyes to why you say positive affirmations because it affects your belief system. But you mentioned something with the mirror effect, standing in the mirror and talking to yourself. Lip Talk Nation knows I do this. I, I write it in my blogs often that they need to do this. And people aren't comfortable. So you said comfort is a trap. Lip Talk Nation, write that down. Comfort is a trap. So like I said, I'm about to jump off my chair here, Gina, because we're talking about forgiveness and the forgiveness of self. And you said everything starts within. Oh my goodness. So it's time to confront yourselves, Lip Talk Nation. Gina, thank you so much. Oh my goodness. My brain is going 5,000 miles an hour now. <laughs> <laughs> this is fantastic. Yes. So, okay. I'm going to list the five things that you have to help with the positivity for your mind, body, and soul before we go any further. So number one, Lip Talk Nation, if you're taking notes, is meditation. We've had several people on the show already talk about this. So I'm, I'm hoping that you have good notes in uh, in your notebook already. So we have meditation, gratitude. That's something I talk about often. I have my own episode on that. But you just mentioned forgiveness. Number three, Gina, that's what I want Lip Talk Nation to grab a hold of today. Number four is yoga and exercise. And five, we haven't talked about this much either on the show, is creative expression. We've had several guests on the show, like I said, talk about many of the others, but forgiveness and creative expression. Thank you for educating us on forgiveness. Now, this is much needed in our society. So how does creative expression help a person to be more positive? Um, there's a couple of ways that I look at this positive practice. Allowing yourself to be expressive and to do creative that you're enjoying. And this doesn't mean you have to be an artist, by the way, or a singer or anything like that. It's a self-loving thing to do. So it builds up that foundation of self-love, giving yourself time to do the things you enjoy. Creative expression for me could be anything. It could be gardening. It could be, for me, my strongest one is writing. You know, I write, I have a blog, I'm an author, I contribute to several blogs. So I'm writing all the time. 
it could be a creative outlet. You know, people have all sorts of creative hobbies, model airplanes, you know, painting furniture. I love doing that sometimes. Whatever it might be, allowing yourself the time to do those things is self-loving. And that just raises your energy vibration. On top of it, when you're being creative, meditative state, if it is something you enjoy doing, so the positive aspect of also releasing a lot of negative energy, you just feel good after doing it and giving yourself the time to do it. And in that way, it makes it a spiritual practice. And when you are more loving with yourself, this is why self-love is important. And you're right, Laura, it's not about pride. Pride is low vibrating energy. It actually stems from insecurity. Self-love is about having love from within that you can share with other people because you can't get what give what you don't already have for yourself. And creative expression, that's a big one. That is an important spiritual practice. This is fantastic. Okay, so I didn't know that this raises your positive vibrations because I already do this. Okay, so Lift Dark Nation and my close friends know that I'm a musician as well. So that's my creative outlet. I studied music. I was a voice major. So I'm teach singing and writing music on the side. I, I love this. So I actually do this daily. But I love how you said that being creative takes you to a meditative state. I didn't realize this. Okay. I can see this now. Lip Talk Nation. How many of you? Because Gina said that it can be gardening. It can be painting your furniture, making a model airplane. Thank you for, for saying such simple things because people think creative means you're writing or um, painting. That's usually what people think. So you gave us all permission that it's in everything that we love to do, whether it is writing or gardening or that model airplane. A self-love is is all about being able to give back. Like you said, you are so right. If you don't take care of you, you have nothing left to give. And I say this often, you have to take care of yourself. So thank you for saying that too, Gina. Thank you. Oh my goodness. We are huge fans of positive affirmations here at Life in Purple. I believe that you are too. Do you have any that you would like to share with us or have a particular morning routine that you do to keep yourself motivated? Yeah, my favorite, favorite self-affirmation. And I love doing this in the mirror. You know, I love you. I love my you, to say I love myself and look in the mirror and say I love you. Very important. We say that to everybody else and tend not to say it to ourselves. So you have to celebrate that. But the one that I really love is to look in the mirror at yourself eye to eye as much as you can. Because I know like you can't really look in your own eyes. There's something wacky with that. <laughs> but as much as you can and say, I trust you. Because trusting yourself, trusting your instincts, trusting that you know what is right for your life and following your true feelings helps you to live more authentically. And it is a, it's almost like a higher state of consciousness when you can do that. And so often we don't trust ourselves. We question ourselves endlessly, ask everyone else for advice. And we drive ourselves nuts by doubting our own feelings and our own instincts. And frequently when you go against them, you realize later you were right. So getting to the point where you really have that trust in yourself, you know, almost like you are your own biggest advocate and best friend, the way you would trust a person like that. You have to have that in your own being for your own self. And then you can give that trust, of course, more to other people. It makes other relationships much easier. I love that simple, simple positive affirmation. My morning routine is a mom of three kids. So you can only imagine what that's like, I'm sure, Laura. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Nothing real special there. <laughs> you wake up with the dogs and then off 
to school, the kids go, and it's joyful and fun. And I'm certain when this time in my life passes, I will get to the morning routines that I really want where I can meditate by a tree and things like that. But for right now, reality doesn't allow for it. Oh, I understand completely. And oh, the morning routine, absolutely. Because I'm always asking people um, what their morning routine looks like because I want to glean something, at least one step from that. And I love how you just said, well, that's on the back burner for a little bit. But the affirmation, oh my goodness, I got to say you just touched my soul or something inside my gut. Something went off inside of me when you said, I trust you. I'm a huge fan of affirmations. I say them to myself in the mirror. I have no discomfort there. You know, I've cried and cried in front of myself trying to look at myself in the eyes, but you said, I trust you. I have not done this. And this is something that many of us, all of us need to do because you said that when you say this to yourself, then you're able to even trust others. And I am like, okay, so you've given me, me personally, a lot to chew on. I know the listeners as well. Gina, I really, really appreciate that one right there. I'm not sure which one is my biggest takeaway yet, but that one right there has got, it's got my soul. You touched it. Oh my goodness, Gina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Now it is time for us to move to the part of the show where we get to know you on a fun level, Gina. We call this our lightning round. The questions are simple, easy to answer. Just answer the first thing that comes to your mind. Are you ready, Gina? Yes. All right. Here we go. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? When I was a kid, it used to be to be intuitive. (laughs) Like I used to want to that so much. But we're all intuitive, so I can't say that one. So to fly, I would love to fly. Ah, yes. Number one answer right there, Lip Talk Nation. Fly. That's me too. That's awesome. How do you like your coffee? Um, with uh, vanilla caramel, a little bit of vanilla caramel cream in it, but I'm actually trying to break up with coffee. So I, I want to not like it anymore. <laughs> oh, I've had many people say this to me as well. Oh, it's that caffeine thing that um, it's hard to break away from that. But I'm cheering you on, Gina, just so you know, you can do it. Thank you. Yes. All right. So um, most favorite question here, what is your most embarrassing moment? Well, this and it's so funny, because it tied into something you and I just went through earlier, Laura, (laughs) together, and you don't even know it. So I always have typos in my text. And like my family, my kids and my husband just roar about this. It's like a family joke. You know, what the heck is mom going to say next? (laughs) And I put a typo in my phone number this morning. And so the show was having trouble getting in touch with me. And when I saw that question, I just knew I had to tell that story. Oh my goodness. I I think it's very funny because... Um, and being a writer, it is really right? hysterical to have a lot of typos, right? Oh. So it totally is like the universe just likes to keep me humble. Right. Well, <laughs> and then people call you out on it too. You're like, and because you're a writer and because that's your gift. And then when people call you out on it, you're like, man, I just messed up. But totally. Yeah. Um, it was funny. funny. I, yes. So it, I thought it was funny. So there you go, Lip Talk Nation. Being vulnerable with us right there, Gina. Boom. Okay. So what is your favorite food? Well, I am lucky to live near Chicago and we have the best deep dish pizza around. And that is, and probably always will be a favorite indulgence of mine. No matter how super clean I'm eating, I will always make room in my life for deep dish pizza. Yeah, I agree. Deep dish pizza. I love it as well. And Chicago, my heart is in Chicago. That's where me and my husband got engaged. So deep dish. Oh, really? Yes. Deep dish pizza. I know. Yeah. We'll have to catch up on that story 
later. Okay, Gina, if you could have any car in the world, what would it be? So I'm not a huge car person, but my husband happens to work for Porsche. So anything from the Porsche line would be just fine with me. They are so awesome. He drives one as part of his business and it's frequently changing. So I get to experience all of those as one of his benefits for work. It's really fun. Say what? That is so (laughs) cool. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, we're going to have a lot of listeners um, wish they you know, we're married to your husband for the Porsche. What? I know. It, it's really funny because my kids' friends will see him pull up, you know, one day it's this, a few weeks later it's that. And I'm always find myself saying, we don't own them. They're company cars. We're not like in the but business still, of having a new Porsche every two weeks. Still, that's awesome. Okay. So that gave me goosebumps, Porsche. There you go. All right. I have a final question for our lightning round. What is your favorite color, Gina? Well, it changes because I'm, I'm all about energy, and so colors have energy, but right now, I find myself very drawn to pink. So, favorite color of the moment is pink. This is very fascinating to me. I just had another aha moment, because me and my daughter, both of us change often. Now, I say orange, but it it does, it really does whatever I am drawn to, so my daughter is the same way. Um, She goes back and forth from a lot of different colors, so I ask her on a daily basis, what's your favorite color today? So, I know where she's at, and that's awesome. Favorite color. I love that it's pink. There you go, Lip Talk Nation. Uh, Thank you so much for sharing those fun facts about you, Gina. You truly have this gift to inspire and help others. You have so much to offer to us, and I think we may need to have you back on the show to discuss more about your divine life coaching and membership. So as we close out the interview, do you have any final tips for the listeners on how to release negative energy? It is best to have a set of practices, what I like to call positive practices, to do that on an ongoing basis. And it should be simple. Simple things are always the best. Spending time in nature is one of my favorite ways to release negative energy. If you are having one of those days, and we all have them, go outside, sit by a tree. You'll be surprised at how much it can lift your mood because earth and nature, part of the purpose of all those things, the trees and the earth in general is to help keep energy balanced. And usually when we're in a state of stress, that's a lot of chaotic and negative energy. And so to sort of write that course, one tip that I have a go-to thing is go spend some time in nature. If you're lucky enough to live near a body of water, like the ocean, that's, that's my home. I love that, but I don't live there currently. That's a great place to go to. Oh um, so that is my one tip. So simple. Get outside, put your bare feet on the ground as long as there's not snow on it. it oh, you just called us out on that because we all can go outside in nature. All right. So yeah. I personally live close to the ocean. You can actually see it oh. from my house. So, um, Yes, I need to go out a little bit more often. I know have a lot of people say, you live in the panhandle of Florida and you don't go to the beach. Oh, that's one of my dream places. Oh, well, (laughs) then you need to come down and visit. I'll hook you up for sure. Um, (laughs) Well, I really appreciate your your tips to help us release our negative energy. They're very simple. They're not too difficult to do. However, you need to do them. Lip Talk Nation, fantastic. 
Fantastic, Gina. Thank you so much for sharing your vulnerability with us and your tips, again, for positivity and energy healing. Will you share with us where we can find out more about you and your Angel Intuitive Reiki, your blog, and your projects, all the stuff that you've got going on? Where can we find out more about you? Sure. My website, of course, which is my name, Gina Sendef, G-I-N-A-S-E-N-D-E-F.com. And then I have a great Facebook community. It's really positive and I share so much on there. I'm all about bringing value and anything that I can do to get people to help themselves. And I do a Facebook live show every Monday at one o'clock central time on that page. And it is Angel Works by Gina. And you can find the link to that through my website too. So you don't have to remember too much. Um, and then my writing, I do contribute to a couple of other blogs. I contribute to, you mentioned Stephen H. and Sin um, before. He has the Change of Thoughts blog that I am a regular contributor for. And I'm also a regular contributor for a blog called OneWiseLife.com. And that's the main places to find out about me, but mainly my website. It's got links to everything else I mentioned. Yes, very powerful stuff right there, Lip Talk Nation. I hope you wrote those down. Um, great Facebook community. I was able to recently check that out and love what you are doing there. Gina, what an honor to have you on the show. I, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to be with us. Lip Talk Nation, like I said, I hope you've taken a lot of notes. If not, go ahead and hit the rewind and, and take them again. Listen to this one over and over because it will add value and positivity to your life. Gina, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you thank once you again. Thank you so much. Oh man, it I am like I said I have goosebumps, touched my soul, lots of things to reflect on. Life in purple right here. Okay, Lip Talk Nation, thank you for spending time with us where the broken can heal and the successful can conquer. It's been a pleasure hearing your story, Gina, and letting our listeners glean value from your experience. Lip Talk Nation, if you have enjoyed today's episode or one of our previous episodes, I would love to hear from you. If you're an iPhone user, go on over to iTunes and leave a friendly review. And for Android users, send me a quick email to lara at laraspragg.com. We appreciate you and we'll see you soon. And as always, what you say is what you become.